All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. Aurora and I are here today to talk about interesting topic that we have. Uh, it's actually uh, one of our kind of a top ten list, top fifteen list, uh, but not really in the, in the same order that, that we'll go in. Uh, essentially, this topic was <clears throat> the previous weekend. Aurora and myself uh, were talking with some family members. Actually, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and uh, they were telling us about how, you know, their kids, uh, who are pretty young at this point, uh, you know, really big Disney fanatics, love uh, a lot of Disney movies, things like that, and we talked about some great, you know, Disney movies, and one of the things that happened throughout the conversation was I would bring up some various films that that I really enjoyed growing up uh, that weren't Disney, and surprising not surprising uh, a lot of them had never been seen by the girls uh by by their two kids so uh for that reason it was interesting uh Aurora was getting very excited about talking about some of these movies that you know non-disney movies that were really really good films right in their own right and so we wanted to uh share some of these with you guys at home uh you know disney <clears throat> is obviously the mecca they are, uh, you know, the one who everybody looks up to when it comes to, uh, you know, animated films, things like that, and even live action nowadays with, you know, what they've done with the Avengers and things. So, it's definitely something that, you know, people uh, understand they're the king uh, when it comes to it, but there are plenty, plenty of great animated uh, children's movies out there that your kids should watch that are not Disney as well, and some of them, because they're not Disney... It may have fallen off people's radar. You may never have heard of them. Uh, you know, may not have watched them in your childhood. But I'm telling you, these are very, very good. And if your kids have not seen this, if you have not seen these, take a chance, uh, take some time, and watch these films. Okay. Uh, so you know, Disney pumps out amazing animated films all the time. They dominate the space. This is a list of some that people shouldn't forget about, um, as they are very high quality films as well, and for various purposes. Uh, you know, they have various reasons that they are. Some of them the animation's great some of them the characters are great the others the story is really good so there's different reasons for each of these but we'll start uh we'll go ahead and get started here with uh number 15 on our list we're gonna do rock-a-doodle okay rock-a-doodle was animated film uh, about a <laughs> uh, basically an elvis presley version of a rooster okay he would wake up the farm uh every day with his uh singing uh, cockadoodle do uh, well the well the song that he did and uh, it would wake up everyone great day out on the farm you know the world was doing really well and essentially the um, farm worlds connected with the real world in this movie in a sense and Chanticleer who is the uh, is the rooster that wakes up everything he's kind of the hero in this. Uh, he ends up, you know, moving on, leaving, uh, doesn't end up waking everything in the farm. All of a sudden, the sun shines gone. It rains all the time. Floods happen. Storms happen. All this stuff. And they have to go out on a mission to the city to find Chanticleer, who is now, like, singing in the in the city. Um, so, really interesting movie. I, I liked it quite a bit. I thought the characters were really good. Uh, you know, it, it's always interesting to see what you do with some real-life personalities, like, you know, an Elvis and turn it into a, a rooster. Pretty interesting film. I, I think your kids would enjoy it. Uh, really, really good one. So, please check that one out. Rock-a-doodle. 
next, All Dogs Go to Heaven. This one is you know more of the famous ones that we're going to talk about on the list today. All Dogs Go to Heaven is a very uh, popular film uh, franchise. They've got two, three, maybe even four films out there. Uh, but All Dogs Go to Heaven, pretty popular. Most people have seen this. Your kids may not have seen it if they grew up recently because, hey, it just you know it hasn't been as popular because Disney's been pumping out tons of stuff. Definitely check out All Dogs Go to Heaven. Um, really good one. Again, it's one of the more popular ones on the list, so we won't give tons of details about the storyline or anything there because most people will know it uh, when trying to talk to their kids about it or you know get their kids excited to watch it. Next is Secret of Nim. Okay, I remembered renting this movie all the time as a kid you know back in the day we had blockbuster and movie rental stores uh the secret of nim was one that we would rent all the time uh it's a story about mice um and there's a laboratory called nim and this laboratory is essentially where they are doing some random testing and things like that and these mice i guess live outside i can't remember all the details i haven't watched in a while but um, these these mice pretty much come up with the secret of what's going on inside this um inside this testing center this laboratory right so really interesting movie there i liked it a lot uh, i thought yes it's a little bit darker um but uh, from the theming standpoint, but the film itself was really good quality. Please check that one out. That's number 13 on our list, okay? Number 12 is Cats Don't Dance. This movie is so underrated out there with everyone. It's a very lighthearted film. Uh, you know, not a lot of, not too many dark concepts. Um, there, there, It gets there a little bit. Every film's gonna have some dark concepts. I mean, if you don't have any conflicts, you know, how do you have a film? So there is a little bit there, but this is a tribute to one of the best tap dancers of all times. Actually, the lead character, who is an orange cat uh, in the film, is supposedly like he is the embodiment, the animated embodiment of one of the greatest tap dancers of all time. It's such a fun film. Like I said, very lighthearted. Talks about you know uh, Hollywood. Uh, being up on stage, things like that. It would, it would make your kids want to do some tap dancing and things too. So if you want them to do some more artsy things, stuff like that, have them watch Cats Don't Dance. Really, really good film there. Next is Little Nemo. No, this is no relation to Finding Nemo. There's no relation to Nemo the fish in any way. This doesn't pertain to a fish in any way. Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland. This you probably have not have heard of. Most people I know have not heard of this film. It is a top 10 from my childhood. Uh, this one never got the hype that it deserved. Uh, it was really, really good. Essentially, this you know little kid, his name's Nemo, uh, goes to sleep and he ends up on an adventure to slumberland now he has people that are accompanying with him uh there's a flying squirrel that's a part of the film uh, really really good interesting film not going to ruin a lot of things from a storyline standpoint but i'm telling you right now really interesting film from my childhood there check out little nemo adventures in slumberland okay that's definitely a good one now getting into the top 10 okay number 10 quest for Camelot okay quest for Camelot is a film that the quality of the film back at the time period when it was produced uh, definitely could have been on par with Disney uh, makes you feel a little bit like the black cauldron which is a Disney film uh, so it gives that kind of uh, atmosphere when it comes to the animation standpoint from it you know it's medieval time uh, tide period with you know some different types of creatures and things a part of the world and so it's great you know it's got a blind warrior in it. 
It has a two-headed dragon and a strong female lead presence uh, in the film. What more can you ask for? I mean, that's great. Yeah, I, I loved it. I think the soundtrack's great from it. Um, definitely one y'all should check out. The two-headed dragon, really funny character that's a part of it. They're two, they're two twins, and they, they just... A very, very interesting uh, character there. Um, you know, Disney quality film for sure. I would definitely check out Quest for Camelot. Okay, that's a really, really great one. Number nine is Fern Gully. Okay, now Fern Gully, probably again, one of the more popular ones. It has a cult following to it. It didn't get as big as, you know, say All Dogs Go to Heaven or anything like that. This film had definitely a dark tone to it. Okay, uh, it's about these fairies. Um, you know, f fairies were made up the most of the characters, but there's a, a man who uh, gets shrunken down to become like part of the fairies for a little bit. Uh, the concepts of the fairies are really good. The character development's really nice. Um, and essentially, it's an educational film too. Uh, it provides uh, educational awareness for the environment and nature and what part we play in it. Uh, the dark concept, dark tones to this is essentially that these fairies live out in the rainforest. Okay, The, the rainforest is their home. Uh, it's sacred and uh, essentially it's showing deforestation. Okay, These uh, you know machines and things that are coming through, taking down all these trees and stuff like that. And the man that gets shrunken down is a part of it, right? He's a part of this construction company that's going in and getting rid of all these trees, cutting them up for lumber. And when he's shrunk down, the fairies, um, essentially, he starts to see the other side of it. He starts to see the damage that it's doing and stuff like that. So he wants to really help them. And there is <laughs> it's a really interesting villain. Uh, he is kind of like oil, like oil and gas and stuff like that. Like all these like... Ugh, icky type of sludge things that you don't you know that you don't really want to be a part of with machinery and stuff like that essentially that becomes this evil villain in it and they have to essentially eradicate him right because his sludge his pollution is essentially you know destroying their environment and their world so really interesting there <laughs> it had very cool concepts for the soundtrack and stuff too um yeah, definitely a good one to watch there. Again, it's a little bit of an educational standpoint because it does create awareness for deforestation, uh, you know, preserving nature. It's definitely something that, you know, kids should grow up kind of respecting and, and feeling good about nature and not wanting to, you know, kind of ruin it. So that's one I think you should definitely make sure your kids watch out there is Fern Gully. Now, next, this one is, um, <laughs> this one's pretty popular. I'd be surprised if a lot of people listening to this have not heard of it, this is The Brave Little Toaster, okay? The Brave Little Toaster, man, that little toaster had a lot of good films. I, I mean, I want to say they had three, four, maybe more than four. Um, the Brave Little Toaster is exactly what you think. Kitchen appliances, um, well, just appliances in general. There's a vacuum. There's a toaster. There's um, a radio. There, there's plenty of characters involved there's a blankie i mean uh like there, there's a lot of lot of things involved with the brave little toaster essentially they're taking household items and they make them come alive so think of it like a toy story type of feel okay um but it's with you know appliances you know household goods and things like that and the brave little toaster is all about these goods and you know how they kind of like toy story they don't want to be forgotten right they don't want to be discarded they want to they want the family to still keep them and use them and have them around and you know as we know 
in the real world, appliances and things like that, they always go out of date, right? They stop working properly. A new model comes along. So these films have some really good things that are a part of them. Honestly, I think a lot of the inspiration, if you look back at it, The Brave Little Toaster probably was a huge inspiration for Toy Story. It probably was because you look at a lot of the things that happen within the stories, all the lessons learned, the overlooming conflicts and things like that, you know, new, a new toy or a new appliance in this case comes in and takes place of someone else. That's, that's a part of the conflict that happened in Toy Story. You know, all of a sudden there's a new model of something. There's something new to replace it. And now you're getting rid of your old stuff. That's a part of this. So Brave Little Toaster is definitely a good, cute film. Uh, very lighthearted. Uh, please check that out. Brave Little Toaster, again, it's probably one of the more famous ones. It's got, you know, quite a few sequels. It's a franchise at this point. Check it out. Really, really good film. The Brave Little Toaster. Obviously, start with the first one. Any, any of these that are franchises, start with the first and, and kind of go from there. Okay. Um, number eight on the list. And again, we're not going by, you know, our top list. I don't know if I could rank these. They're all so good. I don't know if I could rank them. But number seven on the list is the Iron Giant. Okay. The Iron Giant has a big cult following. There's been rumors of it being a live action film. This film, The Iron Giant, is so unique and it's a wonderful story. Fun character development as well with the child that plays in it. It's an alien robot uh, befriends a young boy in a small town, okay? This alien robot has a bump on its head, can't remember anything, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. Don't want to ruin any of the big overlooming story arc there, but it's it's this little, little boy. He, he befriends this big, giant robot, and yeah, man, it's great. It's a great film. Uh, loved it, uh, th and the Iron Giant, the... the um, machine character in it itself has appeared in some other things i believe um ready player one i, th I think it showcased itself on there uh maybe it was somewhere in wreck it ralph or maybe i'm misremembering but this character has shown up in some other ips it's shown up in some other properties and movies because guys people recognize it, it it's got a really good cult following to it and and i think one of the really really good films animation's great Check out The Iron Giant for sure. That's a really, really good one. Um, yeah, moving on. And number six, okay? And this is, it's not really a franchise. There's a couple films. Um, but we're going to list it first as an American tale, okay? American tale, Bible Goes West, all right? Definitely a favorite from my childhood. Great animation quality for the time period. Um, and I, I think for kids, they don't really care about the animation quality. Uh, you know, like my wife, she cares all about quality of a film. So, like, it, it's hard to get her to watch the first Jurassic Park because she's like, oh, it just looks crappy. Like, whatever. I, I don't care. The content. The content, guys. Focus on the content here. The content for An American Tale, Five Goes West. Great story. So fun, cute story. Uh, the main character is a mouse. His name is Fifel. Uh, him and his family are going west um, to out, out to the west to make a new like life for themselves, right? And uh, there's a cat that's a friend of theirs. There's uh, other cats that are not friends of theirs. It, it's it's an interesting take on it. And Fifel becomes, you know, he, he's doing the imagination thing that all kids do, right? He's imagining that he is a western cowboy and, and all of that stuff so um really really good i loved american tell five goes west there is another 
American Tale. It, it may not be called American Tale, but it's an, there's another movie with Feifel in it. Um, same character, and I do not remember for the life of me right now um, what that film is called, but there's a second one, and it's pretty good as well, but I liked Feifel Goes West better. I like the Western theme to it, the imagination and creativity that Feifel shows in the movie. Really, really good. So that's one. Definitely check it out. Number five here, okay? Number five, it's another dark tone, okay? But this could literally be a Disney animation uh, princess. It, this really could make the list of Disney princesses. If it was a Disney property, she would have probably been uh, one of the favorites out there for people. This is Anastasia, okay? Another great film. Could have been a Disney princess. Like I said, it's a, it's a bit dark, though. There's, uh, there's a bat henchman in it for the villain. Uh, there's all these dark bats that attack. I think a train... Uh, there's, you know, ghostly type things that go on within the movie, but Anastasia herself could have been a Disney princess if she was under the Disney property. I think it's a really good story. Again, like I said, it does have some dark tones, but great film overall. I do not want to give away too much to this because this still could be a pretty good film for even you adults out there that have not seen it. Please watch Anastasia. Definitely a good classic film out there. And for your all's reference, we are only talking about classic films okay we're not talking about new uh non-disney films we'll probably do another episode about that you know like 2000 and beyond um but we're talking about classic animated films non-disney and and anastasia is a great one number four okay road to el dorado i loved this one absolutely loved this movie this is a top five probably top three maybe the top one in this list, I absolutely loved The Road to El Dorado. I thought it was a Disney film for so long. I really did. As a kid, I thought it was a Disney film. Like it had this it has the same type of humor, same great animation, character development, story arc, all like the feel, lighthearted mood of it with some darkness at the certain times of conflict. Really, really great. I thought, like I said, I thought it was a Disney film for so long. The Road to El Dorado is amazing movie with fun characters and a great story also it has some educational contents okay uh hernan cortez uh who is one of the uh conquistadors uh, one of the uh three main conquistadors that you learn about in history uh actually um went in and uh was the conqueror of the aztecs right and this movie essentially shows that story arc right so they end up in el dorado which uh, you know that's the little bit of far-fetched stuff but it does show the conquistador uh hernan cortez it shows his way of doing things it show how shows how he comes in and conquers things stuff like that so there are some educational benefits to it from a historical standpoint but they have a funny armadillo in it that has a great character arc uh they've got some really cool things that they do with the characters and the humor the humor in it guys so great. Miguel and Tulio are these two brothers that go out there and um, uh, essentially they become a part of the road to El Dorado. Uh, they had no business being there or being a part of it, but they end up there. Uh, so really, really good concept. I love this, uh, this film uh, growing up. I still love it today. I would continue watching this today. Really, really good. So check that one out. Um, I think that it is, you know, just wonderful wonderful film uh even as an adult you will probably end up enjoying it as well road to el the road to el dorado okay 
Next, this is a great franchise. Most of you have probably heard of this, but as I mentioned on a previous note, a lot of your kids probably have not seen it, may not see it. And this is the Land Before Time franchise. This franchise was amazing, okay? My grandmother collected all these things. Like, they have, like, 13 films, something like that. It's nuts, okay? They had a great, great run for so many years. Um, the Land Before Time essentially is cartoon. And, you know, it's an animated film, as we're talking about. All of these are animated films. But this film took place in the prehistoric times, and it showcased a group of four or five, fr five friends uh, five dinosaur friends, okay? You had Sarah Triceratops, you had um, Littlefoot, who was a long neck, uh, which was which was a Brachiosaurus, essentially. Uh, Petrie, who was a pterodactyl. You had a, um, can't think of the name of it right now. Can't think of the name of it right now, but her name was Ducky. Um, she was one of the uh, aquatic stand-up dinosaurs. I can't think of their name right now. Plesiosaur, no, not Plesiosaur, bleh. I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to say the wrong thing and, and look stupid, so I'm not going to do that. And then Spike was a uh, baby Stegosaurus um, as well. So you had those five friends uh, going through the prehistoric era, and it just goes along with some of their adventures. They have some great adventures. They have some great things they do, even helping a baby T-Rex get back to his family, even though the T-Rex hurts, you know, veg Vegisauruses or, you know, herbivores like them. I use Vegisaur as a reference to Jurassic Park, so Jurassic Park fans will get that, but... Um, herbivores you know are hurt by them and they even help a little baby t-rex get back to his parents because they're that good of kids so really really great film check out land before time watch the first one and you know keep going until you know maybe you get too bored of it or whatever good one for your kids though and they have so many installments it'll keep them occupied which is i know what every parent wants is to keep their kid occupied right Next up, number two, and this one's probably one or two on this list. It's it's right up there with Road to El Dorado. I mean, this one is amazing. The Page Master, okay? It's a mix of live action and animation, okay? So this is uh, one of the films that does have live action and animation in it. Macaulay Culkin uh, played in this film uh, when he was younger. And really great story, educational concepts as well. Uh, this essentially uh, showcases three, I think it's three different books, Three different books. Um, you know, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde showcases that story. It showcases Moby Dick. Um, it showcases a uh, medieval story as well, fighting a dragon. I, I think there's another one I'm missing here. But essentially, uh, Macaulay Culkin is a little kid. He is always scared. He is so afraid of ever getting hurt or ever getting in danger. You know, he always wears his helmet on his bike, all that type of stuff, right? He's that dorky type kid that we all knew growing up you know had a pocket protector probably when he was you know 10 um and essentially he uh crashed his bike coming back from uh coming back from uh school one day or something like that uh he has to find refuge in a library and this library essentially comes to life and he ends up in these stories uh in animated form and really really great film loved it so much check out the page master i, ca I can't tell you guys how great that film is Please, if there's any on this list that you check out, that is a great one. That is a great one. Um, next up, and this is the last one on our list. It's, uh, we had it number one here. It's, it's probably not number one on the list. It's probably top five, though. Probably top three uh, with Road to El Dorado and Page Master. This could be a Disney princess. This should be a Disney princess. Disney should buy the rights and adapt her into this. This is the Swan Princess. Amazing movie from my childhood. 
funny characters as well as a good story. Uh, the movie's about a woman. She gets turned into a swan. And, you know, kind of like Frog Prince, I guess, something like that. But she's turned into a swan. They had to figure out how to get her back to being a princess again in this film. Such a good film. Love the characters. Great development. Very funny as well. And the animation is so good. So good, guys. Especially for the time period it came out. So, Swan Princess. Definitely check that one out. Really, really, really good film there. Okay? Now, with that being said, we'll wrap things up. Thank you guys so much. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend. We'll let you guys get back to your day. But definitely check out these films. And, uh... We'll see you guys next week. Like, share, subscribe. You got our Facebook and email. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Appreciate it, guys. See you next week. Bye.